0: See, mystery
1: is an intellectual process.
0: Suspense. Much to be said about both of those things. Well, here I am. Here I am at 6.55 p.m. I just got a couple text messages from Lauren with pictures of uh, pictures of Aurora at the restaurant with my father-in-law and my sister-in-law. And they're all having a nice night outside at a nice... Italian place and apparently, and uh, I mean Aurora looks like she could' she couldn't be happier she's got a slice of white pizza in one hand got some penny it's like penny All vodka and uh, and apparently she's making friends with everybody as usual even Lauren said even the singer everyone including the singer so there was a singer there tonight so that's great. Let's talk. How about how about that? You and I take my mind off of the dinner I just missed with that cute little angel. It's all right. There'll be many dinners. And I, uh, I'm, I'm so happy that we have a great guest coming back on tonight, and that is Sam Tripoli, Samuel Tripoli. I wonder if Samuel is the full the full name on the on the birth certificate. I should ask him. I should ask him. When was the last time somebody called you Samuel? If so, but Sam, it's certainly not Samantha, Samantha Tripoli, but Sam is on tonight and we're going to, among a short laundry list of things I'd love to bring up with him, I definitely have to ask him about the gate project or the gate program. We spoke about the gate program in early April, I think, because I had found this thread with all the synchronicities and all these weird things that people who were giving their testimony of being involved in that program, recruited for in school and evaluated all that stuff, the things that they had in common, very strange list. And then all of a sudden, the phone lines started lighting up and we had people calling in that were remembering things for the first time in decades. Some of them were very innocuous, innocent memories about just a little extra... I don't know, a little extra school time, a little extra attention, but nothing crazy. Um, other people had very dark memories, including missing time. And and I have some more unread testimonies that were sent to me after that show. I have it saved here tonight because I figure that Sam would really appreciate some of the creepiness included in these testimonies that have been sent in by Franklis. All names and references to names and places have been completely wiped away, but i we'll see where it goes. We'll definitely be talking about some reality dueling stuff, and I have some news to go along with all that. In the meantime, uh, just a reminder, on Monday we have Memorial Day Off, but this Saturday night I believe I'm going live. Maybe I'll have some guests here. Maybe not. So I hope you're all doing well go and check out our sponsor, BlueMonsterPrep.com. Please go check them out. The, uh, the The news is screaming at you to go and talk to good people like Pat and Gina and get all of the things that you can control under control because as far as where the world is going to drag us, uh, there may be a lot of things out of our control. And if we can suffer just a little bit less than the, the rest of the, the cattle, then you should do whatever you can in the meantime. So... That's what I say for tonight. Keep it short and sweet. BlueMonsterPrep.com. Whole bunch of things over there for you to look at. If you don't know where to start looking or what to start planning for, get in touch with them. Email them. They will call you almost immediately. I promise you. Okay. All right. So, um. All right. Let's go into our grab bag, shall we? Let's do it. First one up. First one up, you probably heard about this one today, Stuart Rhodes, he's been on this show a couple of times, years ago. Stuart Rhodes, Oath Keeper's founder, has been sentenced to 18 years. He's the latest person to be made an example of who should not be going to jail. January 6th, seditious conspiracy case. The fact that this government is is even throwing around the term seditious conspiracy in an unironic way is very ironic listen to this the fan i had to ask i asked Adl and zach on the four o'clock show today what the hell did he do well there's a little bit in here and there's even more that i was told at four o'clock that makes us we know what this is about this is about be. this is the big shot across the bow for all of us this is the howitzer see oh you dodged a bullet this is the howitzer the founder of the far right, far right Oath Keepers, which means American. Remember, um, if you do remember, we go back that far. It might have been 2015, 16, 17, around there. Stewart was on once or twice, talking about their presence, the Oath Keepers' presence at at demonstrations like in Ferguson, where they showed up, and they had the interests of both the police and the protesters in mind. So, they, so, of course, they, they like to gloss over the fact that they show up to even so-called civil rights protests, even though we know what they, it's really all about, this Marxist color revolution plan coming to fruition. Um, and he always knew what time of day it was, if I remember correctly. He always knew the writing on the wall. He knew where all this ideology had been imported from. Long ago and that we were in the end phases of this thing and even though he did not want it to come to that He saw very dark things happening in our country He said uh, here's from the uh, NBC the sentence for Stuart Rhodes is the longest imposed on a January 6th defendant to date in politically charged speech on the courtroom just before his sentencing He called himself a political prisoner, which he is and said that when he talked about regime change in a phone call with supporters earlier this week, he meant he hopes that former President Donald Trump will win in 2024. You see, everything, everything is evidence toward the contrary. Everything is evidence toward the contrary. When you have the ability to create reality, when you own the machine that can create reality for tens and tens of millions of people, no matter how many people are waking up, there's still so many more that will just accept it and even those who are waking up they have common sense enough to see where all the guns and where all the central authority is stacked up where is it stacked up and what are they pushing and what are they willing to defend at all costs what narrative are they willing to defend so it's got everybody either you are sleepy and going along like a nice little tax cattle slave or you are like i said the other night you are stuck in between whenever you're paying attention to it and not not detaching and going to enjoy your life. Whenever you pay attention to what's going on on the, the, the bigger scale, you are usually stuck between this element of outrage and disgust and self-censorship because you know at this point, even speaking, even speaking out loud is now evidence of seditious conspiracy because you know he never even went into the, the building, right? It's just that, but he's a ringleader at some, at some point. He's getting, the lo- he's getting the largest sentence and he didn't even go into the building uh, the judge disagreed that Rhodes had been locked up for politics saying it was his actions that led to criminal convictions you sir present an ongoing threat and peril to this country and to the republic which doesn't exist and to the very fabric of this democracy which also doesn't exist even though democracy is, uh, is slavery in itself Judge Amit Mittah said before handing down the sentence. Rhodes was convicted of seditious conspiracy. They won't fear, uh, he, uh, they won't fear us until we come with rifles in hand, uh, Rhodes wrote in a message ahead of January 6th attack. Well, that, which is true. Objectively, it's true. Did they go there with rifles in hand? No. So he's talking out loud about what tyrannical government would and would not respond to. And it's true but of course this is about making sure nobody ever has a conversation as ever has a very spicy conversation again because conversations are not crimes they want to make it that way after the attack in a recording message that played it so that he, he said that after the attack the attack he said his only regret was that they should have brought rifles. Well, when you see that the only that uh, it might have prevented a few murders, prevented a couple murder, might have led to a few uh, to, to a, just a shootout. Might have, but then again, the Capitol Police would probably have been a little bit less um, willing to kill people that day because those are the only people who killed anybody. So they go on. You're not a political prisoner, Mr. Rhodes. The other guy who's also been charged, 12 year sentence for this guy, Megs, he apologized, apologized to his family. Terrible, terrible stuff. And um, Rhodes took the stand in the case saying at the trial and other members of the oath keepers were stupid to storm the capitol and that he disagreed with those who went inside. Rhodes did not enter the building. I had no idea that any oath keeper was even thinking about going inside or would go inside. And of course those people probably got a couple of months but they probably were detained as well, but as far as the sentences goes, it's probably not 18 years and he was outside. This is about sending a message. Uh but the government was also because they had been waiting a long time. Oath Keepers has been one of the, them, uh, the, I, I forgot the others, a couple other people that we had interviewed over the years from those types of those groups. Those are the type of groups they've been wanting to hack down at the knees for a long time. But the government also produced messages in which Rhodes said he thought that January 6th was the last opportunity to stop what he saw as a takeover of the government. A lot of people saw it that Why? Why do you think that there was a million people there protesting? A lot of people saw it that way and on January 6th a lot of people who were there thought that there was actually a uh, a, a, a legislative, and I say legislative because it would be the House of Representatives that could challenge any of this stuff and just and, and take a few days to present evidence and all that. Uh, it, that's what most people were thinking. They wanted to go there to compel Congress to challenge. To compel a, at that point, Republican majority to challenge what had gone on and just try to at least make a fight out of it. Some people thought that Mike Pence had the ability to do one thing or another, which is, I always said, that's not going to happen. But, But, you know, this is just about people who know how to create reality and they don't care how many lives they ruin in the meantime. It's about sending a message and that's what it's about. 18 years. For somebody Stuart Rhodes' age, that could be a life sentence. (laughs) Or, you know, if there is a a president who isn't a Democrat, who comes along um, and and starts pardoning and commuting people, that's that's not one thing. All right. Well, uh, let's go on over to San Francisco, shall we? There's poop everywhere. San Francisco's office district, not only a ghost town, it's also covered in shit. Everyone knows that San Francisco is an, uh, is the nation's largest public toilet, requiring the city to employ six-figure poop uh, patrol cleanup team. However, a uh, a new report from the city controller's office really puts things into perspective or poop perspective. Feces. If you go and search feces, you get (laughs) dozens of matches. For starters, feces were found far more often in the commercial sectors, covering approximately 50% of street segments in key commercial areas and 30% in the citywide survey. Second only to broken glass, as can be seen in the illegal dumping section. If you're wondering about the city's fecal methodology, look no further than the footnote on page 43. Feces also includes bags filled with feces that are not inside trash receptacles. Feces that are spread or smeared on the street, sidewalk or other objects along the evaluation route are counted as well. Stains that appear to be related to feces (laughs) but have been cleaned are not counted. Bird droppings are excluded from this. Because, of course, the birds have more dignity. They'll go shit in a tree or something like that. No, they, they shit all over my car. They fly from San Francisco every morning to shit all over my car. Pterodactyl. Okay, we're talking about pterodactyl shits all over my car in the morning. Never ends. I don't know where they eat at night, the night before. Never ends. Now Aurora knows what she's looking for, too. Daddy, there's so much poop. I said, I know. I know. I actually don't think it's a bird, Aurora. No? Let's see here. It's terrible. The street is covered. Tenderloin resident Joe Souza told the San Francisco Standard earlier this month. There's, a, there's poop everywhere. That poop again. You always see it along the wall. And in the front of the garage there. Meanwhile, nearly two-thirds of key commercial routes reported moderate to severe street litter versus 41% of the city-wide streets struggling with the same problem. Anybody in this audience live in San Francisco? I don't know if I ever asked that. I I don't remember any correspondence from San Francisco. But, yeah. That's uh, soon the only jobs left in San Francisco is going to be, poop cleaning. Uh, speaking of poop, though, let's just keep this this theme going just a little bit more. From the New York uh, New York Post, we're talking about Ozempic again. Ozempic users report gross side effect. Another one. Join the shit the bed club. Ozempic and Wegovy have been hailed as secret weapons for weight loss, but some users are reporting seriously stinky side effects. The drugs initially designed for people with type 2 diabetes are now being prescribed to those looking to lose several pounds, uh, with many hailing them as a miracle. But if the medication sounds too good to be true, that's because it is, at least for users who are rushing to the restroom and waking up with soiled sheets. Around 30% of Wegovy users said that they have suffered from diarrhea, while 24% have experienced constipation. (laughs) It's one or the other. According to a new article on Insider, some have even joined a shit-the-bed club saying that they have woken up to find themselves covered in their own poop. We're not in San Francisco anymore, Toto. I quite literally shit myself while sleeping. One per—I shouldn't. Well, I no, mean, I guess you can. I mean, they—they they chose to take it. One person wrote on Reddit, "It's the sleep shits thread." That's a first. Been tough few days of diarrhea after my first semi semaglutide semaglutide injection. Gotcha. Injected once per week into the stomach, thigh, or arm, Ozempic, and Wegovi are semiglutides which help the pancreas release the right amount of insulin when blood sugar levels are high. All right, well. Uh-huh. I don't know what to say. Good luck. Here's one from study finds that I actually, I can see this being the case. Morning majesty. Early risers have greater faith and satisfaction in their lives. I think early. I would say early risers. If you're categorizing people as, oh, I'm an early riser. Yeah, no, I, I just wake up, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed at five o'clock in the morning. I'm just, I'm, I'm just with it. There are people who wake up because they have to, and I can assure you that most of them. they don't wake up to feeling satisfaction or, or all of them, at least. But those who are early risers, that's just the case. I can see that. As being just, oh, I can't wait to start the day. I can't wait to tackle this day. I can see that being the case. Of course, it's not for everybody. It's never the same for everybody. But if you uh, more specifically, this new study indicates that being religious may contribute to previously established link connecting a preference for waking up early and having a higher life satisfaction that relationship consequently may also be influenced by a person's level of conscientiousness the character trait of being careful hard working and diligent some people naturally prefer waking up early in the morning while others like staying up late and a third group uh, falls somewhere in between i think i'm that i think i'm probably in between because i enjoy a late night but not too late um, you know the thing that always used to get me I knew that I really I really screwed up when all of a sudden it's th- I remember a time when one one o'clock in the morning. was like, okay, it's only one I remember being like that now. It's one. It's like, oh man All right, let's pull the plug and I it looks like i'm skipping my shower tonight Which is why I can only do that in the, in the winter time, of course not in the summer sweat too much in the summer You know what I mean? but um but yeah, I remember being like, it's one o'clock, that's not that bad, all right, well, we got at least another hour and a half. And then when you really screw up, even if you're in that late mindset and you start hearing the birds chirping, you start hearing there the birds asking mommy for the worm, it's, you know, you really screwed up because I don't like sleeping in. No matter how much how much I've stayed up at night, I don't like sleeping in the last summer I slept in like actually slept past nine o'clock and and even past 10 some days I was in high school I don't sleep if I went to sleep at three if I fell asleep at three o'clock in the morning I'd still wake up at latest eight and just deal with the uh, the grogginess for the day and then try try again the next day but um so I'm somewhere in the in between I I like hanging out until around midnight. I got a lot of late-night creative juices that sometimes I don't want to go to waste. I, I write, I put ideas down, I organize, I do some stuff. How do you, th- how do you, what, do, what are you guys like? You early, are you just, hey, whatever the sun does, I do. I'm going to sleep at 7 o'clock p.m. I'm waking up at 5 in the morning, and that's my domain. I, I'm, I'm, I would love, I would love to do something like that, but I would love to just be able to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. And not have gone to sleep at 12. That's the catch. That's the catch. To wake up at 5 but have not gone to sleep at midnight. Because <laughs> I like both. I want more time in the day. And I want more time at night. It's a very magical place. alright seven sixteen. 7-16. Let's go and start this one off. And bring on Sam Tripoli. Don't go anywhere.
1: You tune in at your own enjoyment, because it is the best show since the beginning of time. It has technological advancements and a more sophisticated approach. But like every great awakening that has preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is a friend and truth is essential. You are now entering, quite frankly. Now take off your pants.
2: And jacket.
0: In, checking in with my mother. She's going down to see Tom Jones with my father tonight. So I just want to make sure that they got there all right. Now I'm checking in with my parents. Can you please text me when you get there? That's that's what's a. That's what I do now. Uh, text me when you get there, please. Just want to make sure everything's okay. All right, good. All right. Oh, okay. My my parents are home. Now I can relax. Oh, please, Aurora. Aurora. Don't. Don't do this to me. <laughs> oh. Well, we have some fun things to talk about tonight, thankfully. And hopefully we'll find ourselves a couple of rabbit holes to go squirrel around in. And thank you for joining me if you want to contribute to the show um, in, in a number of ways, both to support the show monetarily or and to submit some thoughts to the conversation at hand or many there's always multiple topics you can go to quite frankly superchat.com there's those rumble rants that are right in there it makes you feel like you're back in the old YouTube days when we had super chats available to us when we were not considered too dangerous for super chats it's the stupidest thing you are permanently demonetized you can still preach hate though you can still preach your hate (laughs) but no no you can't make us money the hell with them And there's also the gold pills on quitefrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole. So uh, take part in it all. Now, there's this. I wanted to just throw this out there before Sam shows up and we uh, we get on with that. But there was an article from Yahoo that got around pretty well today about Elon Musk reportedly going on exploratory journeys and likes to show friends a chart of the benefits of MDMA and mushrooms over alcohol. Now, I'm, I, I've always been interested in getting... Uh, we've had some people call into the show to talk about depression and other things that were uh, was treated by microdosing psilocybin and things like that. I know ketamine is something that is, uh, is getting uh, more and more popular these days and um and and a lot of people say hey it's not a lot and it's better than taking valium it's better than taking this thing or 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 another and really getting roped into these these um pharmaceuticals that are that always require more and more and more well when it comes to this i i have to agree on that i mean a mushroom over something that is made at johnson and johnson there's that but um so people have been. I, I guess. I guess it's the whole point here is to show or try to paint Elon Musk as some sort of a out of his mind crazy guy who stole away their favorite play playthings. It's really all about that. And I want to ask about this because you talk about exploratory. You're always talking about reality, and a person's perception of reality and how that changes, especially people when they when they get together in groups, if they have they take substances in groups or if they even if they're just sober everybody it can be a pretty hard influence on the people around them and I want to I want to talk to I want to talk to Sam about that too because I know that he's been wondering a lot about reality and how it's crafted and just how much of everything that we're living through right now is really just factory manufactured crap hey Sam you there I am here can you hear me I can hear you just fine can you see me I can behind your two giant screens. Three giant screens, in fact. Yeah, look at you. Who's professional? I, yeah, well, you know, you, you get the behind-the-scenes uh, ghetto. Uh, you look great though over there. I mean, the last time you showed, it There was no
3: you. This when... is somewhat. I'm not excited about this bag being there, but it is what it is. We're we're growing, dude. We're trying to build a studio here. You know, when you got a thousand podcasts, it's hard to stop him. Rebuild it, but we're doing the best we can.
0: I was going to say, last time you called in, you did not have that snazzy bookshelf, and it is true. Thank you. How many You are what? like Five, six? How many do you do?
3: I have seven podcasts. I just started a uh, new show with a buddy of mine, also, so
0: that'll be eight. Well, at, I'll do it when I can. So how? Okay. Well, but without going through all of them, how do you? Are we how, live? Yeah, yeah, we're live
3: okay if you're in louisiana next saturday i'm in a baton rouge somebody buy a freaking ticket to my show i i'm like i'm like this crazy guy that goes into these like alternative markets and then like i'm wondering why nobody's buying tickets to see me in jackson mississippi like who goes to jackson mississippi this
0: retard okay that's who does so what's the matter see uh, me in baton rouge baton rouge not uh it, it it hasn't been I'm what? moving tickets to Baton Rouge, but I'm
3: really upset that nobody in Mississippi seems to be in the conspiracies. Do
0: you think that's what it is?
3: I don't know, dude. Conspiracy Daddy's in town. I sold, like, 30 tickets.
0: Like, what are we doing here? Hey, you know, well, let me ask you this. Are you doing, do you ever do on the spot, like, when you go up to a show, when you go to a show, regardless of where it is, do you ever record podcast there before or after and make it a, you know, a, you know, a a big thing. Yeah, I do
3: that sometimes, dude. Sometimes. Well, when I do by myself, I do it. Like, if I do it with Eddie, we just leave that to be the live stuff, you know, but uh, on the road, like, I'll do, what I'll do is, like, I'll do stamp in the first show, and then I'll do what I like to call the, uh, uh, what do I call the the revival. I'll do a comedy revival in the second show where i just break down how i think the universe starts how it started and where we are in everything that's going on in the world which is a very interesting place to be right now if you're asking me where i am right now where are you're you you're asking me here i am i've gone 355 degrees from when i started
0: so you're close you're close to being right where you started
3: i'm i, I but i'm i'm close but i'm not there for the same reasons than let's say my friends who don't believe in any conspiracies, right? I'm standing near them, but for totally different reasons.
0: It's like and the, what, but, it's, like the it's like the midwit chart. It's like the midwit chart where, where uh, people on opposite sides of the acuity uh, 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 scale will stand uh, I- I- side by side for very different reasons. M- maybe somebody's looking into it a little bit more shallow than others, but you know you can go simple or sophisticated with it, but it's usually the mi- people in the middle that, that try to complicate fairly simple, uh, simple things.
3: Well, 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 so you have people who go, I don't believe in any of these conspiracies. Then I'm standing little ways off from them and i go i believe in conspiracies i just don't believe any of them happen naturally meaning i am at a place now where i believe everything is an intelligence psyop that nothing happens without a hidden hand so in that i pull myself up so what makes me different than the people that don't believe in any conspiracies is that I pull my time, energy, and money out of the system, which I think that's how you win. Whereas they they don't believe in any conspiracies and they fully participate in everything that's going on. That's that's the difference.
0: Give me the give me the Russian doll breakdown on this though, because I think about it all the time. When you say intelligence-based uh, conspiracies, we're talking about big-time, big-time bureaucratic. Goings on that is looking at what has figured out how the human mind works, especially when they're in groups. They've got the media in hand, they've got all of their tools, and they are just screwing with us. And, um, but as you, as you start
3: every, at every level of every moment, because it's not an overnight thing. This is a centuries long like operation, right? And that's why when when someone goes, Is everything conspiracy? 100% everything's a conspiracy because you don't think it's... Because the people who don't believe in any conspiracies don't realize how long this has been going on, okay? And that's forever. They've been doing this for centuries. Probably, I would say, the real push of this started in the 1500s, maybe, like when we see the emergence of the Rothschilds who, who who are the older version of bill gates jeff bezos you know and and elon musk you know these these billionaires that we have this paul bunyan type stories of them where they're like oh my god they do these great feats and reality they're just larps playing a role they just happen to have the right characteristics characteristics to fill those roles right like elon musk is really smart and he obviously showed enough psychopath tendencies that they're like, this is a guy we could use. Maybe his brother was good at freaking, uh, you know, his brother's good at art but wouldn't kill a puppy in a second to make 20 mil, right? So they, they start figuring, and then they just insert these guys into these action roles that they play these lifetime roles. Like Zuckerberg isn't isn't anybody like, oh, my God, Zuckerberg is like, oh, my God, he came up with Facebook. No, dude, DARPA came and goes, run this and he ran it
0: so and t- he played that role forever t- take take the current let's take the current crop the current crop of uh... you
3: understand that's the rothschilds too like that's the raw ro- like this these long this this story about this incredibly smart kid and like went in and like just took over finances it's like none of that's real Maybe he was super smart, but he was completely positioned by the same forces that positioned Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and, and, and Elon Musk. It's the same thing. Oh, and he just had these kids who just were so smart they could go to Germany, France, and England and take over the bank in there. No, they were placed in there.
0: Well, let, let, okay. A well, Sam, let, Sam, let me ask you this. Let's take the let's take the current crop right now here in the 21st century. And we talk a lot about end game scenarios here. We talk a lot about conspiracy and and how and and, and different ones cuz what we have is interwoven plots. We have we have just things that that they they rely on each other. They're also mutually exclusive. It's just it's a crazy game of uh of, you know, what well, well anyway, you You go through it a lot but let me ask you this where do you see the ultimate end game being is it trapping humanity inside of a hard drive is it the transhumanist thing are we talking cyborgs are we talking depopulation because everybody everybody uh, usually says this is where we think it really is going to i want to know what your total tip of the spear end game point is where is it all going
3: their first thing is feudalism meaning extremely rich and and incredibly poor and then the then the just move like it's like every episode of black mirror in one place that's what they want that's where they want to go which is like you don't leave your block you're fucking miserable you're fat you you're on a, a, a little rascal and the only happiness you you have is when you get into the metaverse and you're lost in that and then we're into this matrix so so when the wachowski sisters right are like you know uh the matrix is about trans and the trans community starts going crazy they're such they just don't understand what they're talking about is transhumanism that's where they want that's ultimately where they want to go i do not think they'll ever get to that
0: Okay, so talk about the wall that they're going to smash against. That they don't get there. It's just the, the, these these parasites
3: aren't bigger than the universe. It's like there's universal laws that are bigger than whoever the top guy is. It's just it's not they're not bigger than that. They can't they can't the, the universal law law is love, you know. And if you're going the opposite of that, it may work for a little while, but eventually the bottom falls out of it. If you don't, if you don't practice like uh, law of attraction, model of abundance, love thy neighbor, all that stuff, it, it, the bottom falls out. Like manifestation is a really powerful tool, and and even like when I used to take the martial arts, my 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 seafood would be sadly bad people can learn kung fu too bad people can learn martial arts well bad people can can practice a uh, law of attraction as well i i'm not going to say names of comedians but we've seen these really uh driven comedians get to the highest levels of comedy and then just it all goes away because they didn't practice certain things which is giving it away so when I get into everything is a uh, is a uh, intelligence operation, I just think nothing that we're seeing on the internet is is natural.
0: No, 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 no. You know, right before you came on, I actually had brought up Elon Musk, uh, because he, one of the the stories were revolving around him today was about how he has had conversations with people about how he wants, you know, uh, psilocybin mushrooms and and MDMA and and, uh, taking kind of cosmic psychedelic uh, journeys to explore our minds and the universe and the possibilities and all that stuff. Uh, Ultimately, we're talking about everybody's pursuit for understanding consciousness, reality. And I think that there are those who are a little bit less interested and just wanna have a nice safe routine and just keep things simple but but whether we are interested or not there are forces so far bigger than we can comprehend that are interested in shaping our realities and i uh, i see that we're in a part in a, in a place where it's so fragmented into a thousand pieces that even people on your quote unquote side of the good versus evil battle there's so there, there's subsections and subdenominations of uh, of of things and great point. you know like it, it's point. it's becoming very very hard to talk to people without stepping on because, one
3: Because, bro because you're on the and listen and this is because I did the same thing because you're on the internet the internet the, or, or you're on social media social media is it is a trauma deliverance system that's all it is it is a trauma deliverance system that is mask that is that has a smoke screen of tits and ass and and cat videos that 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 kind of do a smoke stream for what's meant to do which is to deliver trauma to you so that we live in a time of you know I had this one guest on recently she brought up something that really blew my mind and that and I've talked about it a lot on my podcast which is that we are the only mammals that are constantly in fight and flight all the time like all the time and it's done incredible damage to our birthright because pe- animals don't tend to have babies when they're in fight and flight all the time. every other animal, We'll, well, when it has a predator hunting it down, it will do its best to escape. And once it escapes and it realizes that the danger is gone, it goes back to its normal, like, state. Uh, humans are constantly in fight and flight. Even when we're not in fight and flight, we're constantly in fight and flight. Meaning when when there's actually no danger around us. from From... From neighborhood the neighborhood app to to twitter like oh my god you hear some guy got hit in the head by a bat in cincinnati well you know 30 years ago you would never have heard that now all of a sudden it's like some guy got hit by a bat in cincinnati now i could get hit with a bat here in tarzana california i gotta be on the wall looking. Every, everything for is bat your back
0: everything's in your backyard uh, i know i know that i know it I know. So so
3: when you you start getting into the fragments and all that stuff, you're 100% correct if you participate in that. And that's why I'm saying I'm at a 355. I'm not at 360. Because 360 is I'm on a neighborhood app. I'm fucking watching the news. I'm on Twitter. I'm doing all that. What I'm doing is, oh, fuck, this is all psyops. I'm pulling myself out of it. I'm pulling my energy out of it. I'm not participating in it right now. Does that mean nothing's happening? No. There could have shit coming, and I'm prepared for it. Got guns, got gold. got I'm taking Krav Maga and jiu-jitsu. Daddy's ready for the zombie apocalypse, okay? But I'm not going to live my life in fine flight all the fucking time because they win. They want my my anxiety high, my energy high. That's what they want us to do.
0: You know, I uh, it's talking about the psyop. I think the one that, that pisses me off the most, and I, and another one that I refuse to, to yield on, uh, in all of these crazy acts of, I think, cor- you know, uh, suicide, altruistic suicide that we see these corporations going through. When Miller Lite came out and they threw that um, female comedian uh throwing around you know pretty much saying we have to we have to rethink the bikini that we used to sell beer with and women make beer and all that fucking bullshit i was saying there too on another show that i was invited on the thing about the bikini is this it it's a symbol at this point it's not about the the objectification of a woman or anything like that it's a symbol of a time that we know existed and that we know it was good and in this in this uh in this, this pursuit of theirs to, to capture the present, to be able to mold the future. They also wanna be able to tell people who live to see better times that it actually wasn't that way. That you were actually, yep. it was not only bad, worse than you remembered, but it was bad because you facilitated it. And so they're even trying to take away our good memories, and for those who weren't alive, they're just trying to tell everybody, "Hey, listen, uh, believe us." I mean, we uh, b- before Barack Obama, everybody was in chains. Women, yeah, it, it's it, that's a, that's the psyop I hate the most: stealing the past.
3: Well, that that, that is directly to cultural Marxism, and the, uh, and the destruction of the family unit, so that that grandparents and parents don't have the same information that the, the kids do. So you can't give your kids advice on how to do this, 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 and this. Now they have to learn on their own. While the elites and the establishment teach your kids all the secrets of the universe. That's what's going on right now. That is what it's all about. You bring up, you brought up uh, bikinis. The best example of that is is, uh, Max. HBO Max. It's now Max. HBO was seen as the gold standard of television. Cinemax was like the 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 retarded little brother that couldn't stop doing drugs that was just on the streets and you would see him drunk walking down the street and now it's the big boy and that is done on purpose so now if I go hey man I just got an HBO special my kids will be like what the fuck's that Mm -hmm. they don't know how important it was at some point to have an HBO special That's all done on purpose. That's what's all done on purpose. They're trying to destroy this place from within because you can't – it's like what they did to Russia, minus the Internet. You can't march into America with an army. You have to do it slowly through within. But I think they're at the end of their run, bro. I really do believe it. I I think – I think more and more people who would normally identify as left and progressive is go- are going, what is really going on? And m- some of them are-, are running scared. Like I know a comic who I love very much who is as progressive as you could fucking get, even though back in the day he was known for making people cry. He was so nasty with them. That He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Because these cities are crumbling. Well, I, because I'm a nice guy, I didn't kind of put it in his face, but it's because of the people you've pushed that these cities are crumbling. But he starts to see what's going on. And eventually, it can, you can only go so long before you start blaming it on everybody else when it's all D's and D's and D's and D's. Do I think we're going to win? I do believe we're going to win. How long will that take? I don't know. I really don't know, but I do believe. Will it go back to what we were before? I don't know, but I think on an individual basis, if you save yourself right now, you can position yourself in a great, great time. Buy a house, save gold, buy guns, find love, have kids. That's how you win. That's my opinion.
0: I'm with you on that one. I really am. And, and, and you know, the, talking about people who who know that they're losing, it's 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 evident now. I it's evident to me that the only the only things left uh are really turning off the internet turning off the lights starting a bigger starting bigger and bigger wars bigger and bigger economic making people so uncomfortable with trying to figure out where they're going to get their next meal and how they're going to save anything for retirement to not pay attention as much i think that's what they think is the best thing they can do just to disrupt things i mean i remember uh, this the past. Uh... It's all
3: manifest, bro. You got yeah, to be uh, you got to look at it, dude. If they if they were in control the way they were 20 years ago, we would already be at war with Russia. We'd already be at war with Iran. They've been trying to manifest everything is. Dude, 9-11 is a was a giant occult manifesting ritual and it worked because they wanted to manifest to get us to manifest. That we need them to go get the bad guys that attacked us. Now, now with the internet and everyone's like, the internet's going to get knocked out. The internet's going to get knocked out. Maybe I also think, and you know, and, and when we're when we're just talking energy here, and we're talking about like, you know, when I when I play the tape out of my head, and I I, talk, I think there's entities of light that are pushing back against these entities of de- of darkness that are are really in control right now, and that is this realm these. It's all about these fallen. Everything's about worshippers of fallen, the Molokians and all that stuff. And they I think they're losing. And I think they're losing in ways that they, that they can't come to grips with. And that's why they just, everything is failing on their end. And it's just eventually people are going to wake up. When you're having arguments about the debt ceiling, but you keep sending Ukraine money, and now it's coming out that Ukraine is lost and we keep sending money, people are going to wake up to that. And people are waking up in Chicago, which is the most... Democratic place in the world. Oh, you're bringing us all these illegals? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? People are waking up to this. Oh my God, the diversity of white supremacy. People are waking up (laughs) to that. That's
0: the best one. That's the best one of the last couple of weeks. The diversity of white supremacy. And I I said it too. I said it, it. It's really an incredible thing that at this point, right now, this year, that white supremacy is more diverse both both externally and thought wise than the supposed progressive left i mean it's it's i i I, who who could know who could have ever expected this level of extremism to be so inclusive and but but they keep pushing minded it's ridiculous
3: it's like unbelievable to me and then you just got these idiots like wanda sykes uh, 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 tweeting the dumbest shit till a drag queen comes in with a a fucking To Kill a Mockingbird book and uh, and hurts five kids during story hour. I, I go, didn't two trans just shoot up two schools? And then I, people are arguing with me on I, I, I like the definition of trans and, and 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 drag queens. And it's just like, get the fuck out of here with this shit. Is this chick who is on like no one can explain no one can explain wanda sykes career outside she went to jeffrey epstein's island no one can't i mean like before bill cosby got got canceled he was talking about how no one can understand a word wanda sykes says it makes nothing she 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 makes money off of this fucking cultural marxism and this this oh i'm oppressed Listen, all these, you know, but you know, but dude,
0: it's like people are waking up to it. You just said it right. And that's the other thing that's so hilarious about this. When they talk about the book, book banning, nobody's banning any uh, to to kill a mockingbird was one of those things that was snuffed out. uh, One of the many things that are being snuffed out and modernized and edited, or at least they want to by the left because it has racist uh, you know themes in there and old school, not no longer acceptable stuff. I mean, it's not the right that is putting cultural labels on every old Disney film and shit like that. So yeah, whatever. I mean,
3: but, but you got to understand some. You got to understand something. The dynamic of right and left is pro wrestling.
0: Well, I okay. I, oh, I understand. I'm 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 speaking in I'm speaking in. I'm speaking. It, it's in, all
3: George Bush death cult, bro. Right, that's what right. it is.
0: But I'm not talking Republican versus Democrat when I say right and left. I'm talking on the on the spectrum of centralized control and artificial culture to decentralized control and individualism and and freedom. So I'm never wow. I'm never I'm never coming from that place. Uh, that's that. Yeah. Uh, I know you, we have to put those... I'm sorry I cut you off there. No, 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 no. no. I, I know it's. we live in a time when those disclaimers are necessary, unfortunately. But, you know, as, as from as much as you know, the Internet is a trauma machine, the only reason why we've got this foothold right now is because of the Internet. That's for sure. No, I get that.
3: I get that. I, I, what I'm talking about is social media and all that. Listen, if there was no Internet, you and I wouldn't be talking right now. I wouldn't have a career. I wouldn't be able to take care of my kids. Uh, I, you know It's just the way it is Because the system As it was set up The the gatekeepers didn't like me They still don't like me You know But because I can go direct to consumer I've been able to have a fun career And be able to connect with people like you so, who Like-minded people Who are, are, are getting the word out And it's great But if you stay on the internet too long you, You're just going to live in a fight and flight world Mm -hmm. and reality is like get in get out man it's just it's like everything on there is super toxic from people wanting to go viral like going viral is like a run a race to the bottom that's all it is how ridiculously dumb can you make yourself look for clicks and views and you know but the thing is like we can't save ever anybody and the truth of the matter is as I, I love putting them, the information. Out. I'm not here to save anybody, dude. The, the old saying is like, you know, don't uh, don't try to wake up the sheep, wake up the sleeping lions. You know what? Fuck the sleeping lions. I'm not waking up anybody. Here's the information. If you can't see what's going on, I can't save you. It's like, like the prophet Eddie Bravo used to say. If after all this stuff you don't see what's going on, I can't save you, and I'm not here to save you. I'm here. I'm here to the, to take care of my kids. You know, and hope to God that me and the mother can get along to make the right decisions. And that's all I care about. Outside of that, nothing else really is. I, I, I'm family, you know, friends like you. And that's about it, dude. And it gets it's a hard place to be. But I'm telling you, man. I'm just like, everything is just a a, a spiritual war. They're coming at us. And, it, you know, after the Bushes came in, took over the CIA, you look at the 60s and 70s and what happened then, trauma after trauma, all of these cultural icons were FBI informants. They all were. They were positioned there as limited hangouts to take a movement that was naturally happening and position in certain places. So now we live in a place where, where men have to be sexless robots because they can get canceled with no evidence, even if a woman consents. And then a woman who has a train ran on her is some kind of civil rights leader, you know, like yeah. that's where, cause everything is upside down that's what's going on and nobody's happy everyone's highly medicated everyone's on anxiety and everything like that you're not dude the universe keeps telling you you're not doing what you're here to do but we don't care because we live in a world where we medicate ourselves to get the anxiety down to get the sadness and depression down so we can continue down this road that we're not meant to do and i'm just like i'm not doing that anymore man in the mirror it's over
0: the man in the mirror I'm that's it
3: i over it and now with this all this shit that we've seen with the cia with the, the and with the official story they're trying to still get us into the official story of that these 19 hijackers stole the, these planes and flew them into the buildings if you believe that you're a fucking idiot okay those were at the least drones Well, and that well, thing was loaded with you, explosives and that was done on purpose.
0: You just did. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about even even uh, more recent ridiculousness? Uh, I know that you did a little bit more on the on the ridiculous Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping, the Fed napping, and right. So you talk about war on reality, and that ha- in hindsight, that we can see how that now has become an indispensable event that was you know prepping people for the January sixth scam, and, uh, and and it keeps building from there. It, it really does, but you know, I, I think that again, more and more people are, are are checking out, and that is not a good thing. That is not a good thing for them. I think for everybody else, it is because we're kind of just going to the lifeboats, and that lifeboat is actually real life. It's not the it's not the Matrix that they want to shovel us all into. But let me ask you about something in particular, because this is a topic I did and i started uh, asking the audience about their experiences i got a lot on it a few weeks later i saw that you had a guest on particularly about this topic and it goes into recluse yeah it it goes into everything else that we're discussing right now but now we just on a microcosmic level the gate program for school goes under many names um mixed experiences i want to know your biggest takeaway because where you and i differ in in covering this topic is i didn't have a, a really really uh big time heavily invested uh guest to come on and talk about it what did you take away from that because i'd like to go through some testimonies that i had sent to me after my show and read it to you if you were
3: asking me then this is where i got to that everything is an intelligence operation bro Okay, what I got to is that these programs are data gathering programs in which the uh, the the uh, intelligence community can figure out who exactly has the characteristics they're looking for, for to be operatives in what they're doing. And, you know. When, when you go all the way back, you know, you know, there's psyops and psyops and psyops, man. But you know, everyone's like the Jews run Hollywood. Well, if you really look at it, the intelligence services created Hollywood. Most of your early studios were brought were were built by Navy intelligence operatives that from the start. And then you get into like Scientology and Elron Hubbard, and like how he was. They used him. He was a naval. Intelligence officer, and they used him to insert in the Jack Parsons occult group to like data gather and manipulate. And then he helped create NASA, and in payment, he was allowed to create Scientology, which is another data uh, intelligence operation, mostly the blackmail gay uh, actors. And look, at, look at all the stuff that Scientology does, tax free. So that's where I started to get into this. Is like, so if you look at like the Gates program, that's so that sounds so much like to me what they were doing with Haight Ashbury, where like that was just a giant free range psych ward data gathering operation. They just opened up all these clinics and let these get these free clinics right and we know when you're when something's free you're you're the payment right yeah so 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 all these free clinics in which they they were testing the effects of psychedelics and methamphetamines well and uh, then now if you look at everybody real quickly sorry if you look at everybody really quickly who's into like all uh, Silicon Valley what are they doing Adderall and fucking micro dosing it's like it's like insanity
0: So sorry. No, no. There, there is a lot of that going. A lot of that to be, to be to notice too um, uh, for sure because the the deeper you dig there is that whole idea of substances that had popped up for me but the range of of things that I got in most people of course they're talking about completely innocuous things advanced education programs you know they're taken out of class they're they're given you know puzzles to solve so obviously everybody's everybody's being studied and they're this is all as you said data collection and what uh, you know you're going to you're going to um, you're you're going to make be able to paint pictures and understand people from a developmental standpoint because you're getting them at certain levels in their childhood you're gonna get them on a group standpoint versus individual and then you're gonna have those who just completely excel beyond everybody else's abilities and maybe those are the rising stars perhaps those are the ones you You watch and you give the Rhodes scholarship to and you move them through and and all that other stuff, but um, But I'll tell you man aside from the innocuous stuff. I got some stories in here People feeling like they've been tracked their entire life experiencing lost time. I've got I'm gonna read you a couple here Here's the first one uh, This is a shorter one from Plato's Revenge said, uh, I'm curious if the program helped create many of us who have Asperger's syndrome. I'm fairly certain the counselor at the this, uh, this place over here in 1970 programmed me not to talk in class at all. I still believe those sessions screwed me up a bit. I think I recall at the end of the training I was told to mark down the talking violations of my classmates. It warped my perspective of other people for a long time. That's the first one I got. What do you think about that?
3: Well, I mean, look at what's going on right now, like uh, the Ukraine, right? If you take a look at the Ukraine, they're now putting in this kind of digital ID thing that, you know, we've heard they want to share. And one of the big things is they're going to encourage you to rat out your your fellow Ukrainians. And it, that sounds like what they're doing. And then you take a look at, like, what is happening with COVID, like how people were calling on their neighbors when they were just trying to, uh, to live their life. So. Yeah, I totally think that's it. Now, if you, you should get recluse on your show. I can help make that happen if you'd like. The guy that interviewed me, because he was talking about how a lot of these victims of the smiley face killer were part of these Gates programs. And what that, and what does that mean? Like, are they eliminating, like, subjects that wouldn't play ball that they're like thought might be uh a little dangerous down the line it's like super interesting right
0: wow yeah and, uh, uh, did you did you bring up all the similarities from that one thread on uh 4chan about this because i
3: uh, well he brought that up he was talking about how uh there's a lot some reddits about the gates program blue... and then there's a, yeah. a Chan one yeah
0: yeah the blue eyes the occipital bun Birth complications. A lot. They, a lot of people who are in the, the Gates uh, programs that remember this. They have a lot of these things that overlap. Near death experiences. Lack of memory of the gate program. Windows were covered in the gate classrooms. Tendency to be followed. Abductions. Tr- general tracking. I got a lot of that. Uh, law enforcement being extremely lenient. I, I, I hear this one. This one is from Jay said hey Frank the gate show on Friday this was about a month or so ago was very fascinating sharing my experience for the record in hopes it might be of use Um, I'm a firstborn son with blue eyes and alleged 140 IQ additionally near drowning incident very young always been fascinated by the paranormal Uh, early speech therapy in school occipital bun more than enough recreational drug use although the details are unsurprising I do remember taking weird tests being hidden away in small windowless library of the rural lutheran private school that i attended um and then of course he said he he believes that he was also treated leniently by by uh by law enforcement when his friends and him would get arrested he'd be the only one sent home very weird shit i got more over here we'll do that as we go on go ahead yeah but
3: you know it reminds me a lot of like how the characteristics of the people involved in the the 411, the missing 411. Mm-hmm. How so many of them are like of German descent, super smart, super certain characteristics. Like, I mean, who knows how deep this goes? Like, there's always this theory, Frank, that that the 23andMe is about finding the descendants of Jesus. Yeah, have you heard about that? No. Like, like no. you don't know how deep the 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 rabbit hole of data collection and what what they're actually looking for, I think. Like again, I think I think the world's ran by sorcerers, bro. I'm and with you. They're running occult magic on us, and we have to wake up to it. And it's so funny because people like if, when you look at it, everything makes sense once looked at through a spiritual lens. When people refuse to do that, it just seems like random chaos. But when you look at it through a spiritual lens of about these worshipers of moloch and the fallen and how this all fits into that like if, if you're an elite right and your job you want to subjugate the world don't you want as many subjects as you can why are they pushing depopulation so much like and it's working dude it's unbelievable to me how much it's working? I mean, Japan, the Asian countries are in deep shit, and America, we're our birth rates down twenty percent. Like, dude, it's insanity. It's all working because it's it's not just one psyop; it's all the psyops working together. In 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 going so, again, it goes back to fight and flight, feminism, pornography, both from a man's point of view and a female point of view. All of it is adding up to nobody wants to have kids or can't have kids. Hmm. And that fits into the population agenda, transhumanism and all that stuff.
0: I got more of these over here. I'd like yeah, to let's go, you want to keep going? Yeah, okay. we I should, love this. You know, it's funny. You were talking about um, you know, Germans, IQ, all that other stuff. The other thing I, I still have not been able to get to the bottom of is less common similarities with all the gate programming. And I had a couple of people say, it's crazy, Israeli art school, art student girlfriends that is one thing that is it's not too common but it has popped up more often than not and i had one or two people write in and said i you freaked me out you freaked me out with the israeli art student girlfriends thing (laughs) so the (laughs) things like that i said what the heck there you go there's another feather in the cap right there um
3: oh my god bro that shit's crazy i had a friend of mine who doesn't like me right now but he would tell me like he remembers, man, he had a knock on the door. And the guy's like, Oh, I'm an Israeli art student, I'm selling art. He's like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. Just get out of here. I know what you're doing. Get out of here, dude. And it's like,
0: that's crazy, I bro. Know. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but it's there. Uh here's another one. This is from V. She simply said, It's not too long. She says, You're never out. We were transported by bus we had to wait until all parents were gone from parking lot. Uh, uh, from parking lot, uh, we waited behind a principal's office. Always a blackout during the transport. The bus would take a U-turn, then lights out. Handler followed me even after college. When I dropped out, supposedly our group failed and all dropped out. After I dropped from pre-med, I signed up for cosmetology, not wanting to think anymore. Guess who shows up days later as a teacher, the handler. She knew everything about what I had been doing and talked to me in that voice, that, that trying to be soothing voice. At the t- same time, the psych in charge of the program demanded I come back for an exit interview, uh, called me relentlessly, and my mom finally screamed at him, said no way. Then a neighbor, weeks later, asked me for a ride. She said she was from the program and she wanted me to do more missions, she said. I said, what? Missions my mom swears on the Bible She never told anyone about me being in that program because she had no idea any of it uh, No idea of of it all she knew that I had extra homework But whatever never knew about my being transported the abductions the drop-offs were common Nabbed, then dropped off somewhere You have minutes to find your way back psychic test training a card the card games that they do they would find me an adequate partner to challenge me. We worked on remote viewing and telekinesis. I was also taken to an island underground military base, they say. Remember, what? I, I don't not, y- These are emails. I don't know any of these people from Adam, but just, th- you know, we like talking about this. Where, all day. where I witnessed the worst part of it all. I woke up walking. Uh, I woke, I woke up walking up the dock and was handed over to a man who immediately hated me and tried to hurt me. When it was over, I woke up on a bench on the dock. Lots of missing time. It's comforting to hear others talk about this.
3: So hold on. I'm trying to see what Lindsey Graham is saying. Hold on, Lindsey Graham. Now Lindsey Brown. She's listening to us right now. She just texts me, uh, blah, blah 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 blah. Answer this. Actually, so, yes. I'm so confused why I said that. Johnny is right now reminding me. Like I don't. Oh, dude. So uh, my our friend Lindsay Brown from Rogue Ways, Oh, Lindsay, Lindsay Charmin. Yeah, I know. Uh, she is. Um, she she was part of the Gates program. That I doesn't... guess I'm just lucky. I, I was an idiot that they, they never used me for anything.
0: I, I, I didn't. I, I wasn't asked to do any. I remember the audi, the uh, auditory tests. I remember the the tone tests, but I was never given yeah. the flashcards with the you know the Ghostbusters flashcards or anything like that. Well, I yeah, t-
3: it's crazy. But again, this is like data mining. This is who is right for. So, like, I had a cousin who's a cop now, right? And he just was trying to get, he's the nice guy in the world, trying to become a cop. They, He couldn't pass a psych, psych test. And I go, I oh, <laughs> because you're too nice. They don't want nice people in there. They want the psychopaths in there. That's what they want. The ones who are quick to violence and all. And that's nothing against cops. I, like, you know, I'm not anti-cops. I'm anti-bad cops. So it's like, you're cool until you're not, but... I guarantee, you, man. This is all data. This is all data. You know.
0: Yeah. Oh, you, it, it, what? What is Lindsay? Uh, Lindsay just told you that she was she was a part of it. Now is it
3: Gates program or the, her version of it? Of what they went to school. Damn, she, she couldn't remember it now. She's tripping balls out.
0: Should have, should have. She doesn't remember
3: if, if it's called Gates, but no, it's there, crazy. there was other.
0: There was other ones. That that night that we were doing it on this show, four other iterations of the program's name. All the same stuff. All the same things that they were doing. But Gates is Gate is just the most recognizable one. I forget yeah, what the man. other ones were. I, again, trying to find your kids, figuring
3: out who's got the characteristics that they need. To be able to turn you into whatever they might want to turn you into
0: I have a little something here a little bit of a, a of a change um, it, here's a question I got a bunch of questions from the audience for you one of them I thought was really interesting and since I was talking about Elon Musk at the rave and he there's a picture of him dancing in a rave looks like he's stripping balls whatever um, I had Casey from the audience said could you ask Sam whether he thinks that Weird people uh, find you easier when you're tripping or tweaking or rolling. When I used to take acid a lot, it seems that I would run into the strangest people no matter where I was or what I was doing. It's like I emitted some kind of signal that only straight up weirdos would sense.
3: Yeah, it's vibrations, bro. It's like, you know, I've been, you know, so I've been talking a lot about what, what has been going on with women. Uh, and what OnlyFans is doing to women, how it's uh, it's doing a lot of damage to humanity. And I'm not anti-porn, even though I don't watch porn anymore. But and I think porn is low low vibrational. But it's like what we're doing is we're taking these chicks that are built like Vikings, right? And we're we're putting them in these low vibrational uh, activities. And what these women don't understand is like when you do low vibrational stuff, you only meet low vibrational people. So like, so when he's like, I was tweaking, I was doing drugs, I was rolling all that stuff, all these, yeah, cause that's who you're attracting. You're attracting your vibration. Your vibrational level tracks vibrational levels. Everything is energy dude. So when you're you're tripping balls or you're uh, tweaking your balls off, you you know in recovery, I love recovery. I'm very blessed to be in recovery. One of the things I don't like about recovery is there's a term called lower com- lower companions. And I always hated that term. And I would always think about that term when I was lost in my drug abuse. I'd be like, oh, I'm hanging out with lower companions. And then I realized, they're not lower than me. I'm on the same level. Like, we're it's just lower vibrational companions. Like, when you do low vibrational shit, low vibrational people come to your life. When you do high vibrational shit, high vibrational stuff happens. So today, you know, I- I'm living a wonderful life. I'm very blessed. I've had some unexpected bills come up that I've had to deal with, and it, it's put me in to um, a financial fear a little bit, right? Uh, some expenses that have been going on for the last couple months that I really shouldn't have to deal with, but I am, right? So, a friend of mine's going through some stuff, and I've been texting with this person about, you know, the things I've learned in recovery and on my show Zero, like the spiritual stuff that I have, and we're just kind of talking about it. They're talking about their high anxiety and I'm talking about, you know, uh, about uh, that's how the universe is taught. Talk- the universe is talking to you. When you have anxiety, depression, sadness, anger, it's the universe talking to you, telling you the course that you're on is not the right course. You got, you. got If you want change, you have to make change, right? That's what the universe is telling you. When in reality, our modern-day culture wants you to numb yourself out and continue down the path that you're not supposed to be on, okay? As soon as I hang up with this person or stop texting with the person, bang, I get a call from another person. Hey, I want you to go on this tour with me. So it's like everything's about manifesting and abundance. Mm. So when you, when we read something about hey hey man I'm doing drugs I'm acting like a weirdo, uh, why am I finding so many weirdos? Because that's that's the bad signal that you're putting out. So yes, that's a long story to a a simple answer of yes.
0: Well, let me ask you this because I talk a lot about and we're going to be doing more on this because we're about to publish a new blog on quitefrankly.tv about the npc phenomenon how real it really is uh, do you believe because i don't necessarily believe this but i don't there's something to it there's just some it seems to be an element missing from people and i don't know if it's possible that every living being on this planet could they do they all in fact everybody does everybody have a soul well, at least when they start out or do you believe that regardless of how you were conceived, do you? I mean, do you have a soul, or can it be corrupted or muted by your environment, or are there some people who are just really, I, I don't know, man. It, it, I feel like there's no real spark. Super interesting. It's a great question. Is there, I feel it's like a some people question. just lack the spark of divinity, uh, and there's just they are just on autopilot, and there's really no substance there. I hate to th- feel that way because it's it's dehumanizing. Uh, A a kind of a thought and I don't want to feel that way about people But I always wondered is is every is everyone really even the people who are created in the 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 new robotic test tube Laboratories it is a human ovum. It is a human sperm But when you put them together, it does start the cell division and we get a baby from that But is it like I I just It's a question. I'm I just it's just open for for me
3: it might be above our pay grade to understand that, Yep, you know, like, like it all depends on what you think this place is. Like what is it? Is it a hologram? Is it a fake reality? Did the, did a feminist named Sophia, the female part of God, decide to create life without males and created a demiurge who created this false reality because he wanted to be God or it wanted to be God and they need divine spark to keep it going. It's an interesting thing. Or did God just create us cuz he wanted to create something in his image? It's super interesting. It's super deep. I don't know if we're ever meant to understand it in these meat suits. I think these meat suits are like those fat sumo things that you know you you, you put on at a party and it only lets you do so much. Like we don't, anybody who tells you what God is, is delusional. They, they don't know what God is. We're not meant to understand what God is. God is the all, it's so beyond us. When we go, God has always been here, our mind goes, well, there had to be a creation. We can't understand. Eternity. Try to think about eternity. So they say 20% of people, uh, there's only about 20% of people that can actually challenge authority. That 80% of people just go with the flow. In that aspect, there could be NPCs. Hmm. It's interesting. Are they just here? But what What? But what But if you're walking down the street? Have you ever been like walking down the street or driving and just see somebody walking and they literally walk like Grand Theft Auto? And you're like, that looks like how a street hooker in Grand Theft Auto walks down the sidewalk, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the question is this. If that person sees me walking, do I walk like that to her
0: or him? That's the other existential thing, you know. You're, you're sitting in a subway car. You look around, people, and just by the glimpse, it, 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 I, I I feel like I never judge somebody just on. A, like, there's certain things that an exterior will tell us. These days, depending a person just loves, it's part of these new age religions of po- that's infused with politics and everything else that a person just puts on their costume every day it usually just show most people when they're really into a certain thing they have to just tell the world in one way or another the way that they pierce themselves the way that they dye their hair usually not all the time not all the time but usually that's how people present themselves now so i try to not make snap judgments because even when you sit across from somebody on a bus or you're online somewhere for coffee or whatever you look around people and you you sometimes i catch myself saying man i wonder how much this person knows or what what they don't know and then and then it only takes a little while if you say hello if you, you exchange something you start seeing immediately the energy loosens and you exchange it. And you're like, oh, this person, they're real. Everybody's very real. And you, you catch yourself thinking that you could be the only real person in the room. Until you start talking people in the room, you realize, okay, no, that's just my ego uh, mouthing off. Everybody here is real. And everybody here has a soul, of course it is. But then there's just other things that's on display where a person's, like the spark goes out and they really look like remote control cars. It's just a completely remote control. And you're like, how can that person be conscious but in control by somebody else or something else? It's, it, it's incredible. It's weird.
3: It is incredible. And then, you know, where there's some people, I like a big thing for me, and I don't know, I, I think it has to do with kind of what you're talking about, but this, this real understanding that there's a difference between intelligence and smarts and like I, I'm smart. I don't know how intelligent I am, but most of the Hollywood is pretty intelligent and not very smart. And intelligence is understanding rules and systems and how to flourish within those rules and systems. Whereas smarts is experience, the emotion of experience, and having an almost like a, um, a, a special gift to understand how everything works out. And the, and I think the NPCs could be really intelligent, but they're not very smart. Hmm. They don't they could write you the greatest the greatest script you've ever seen in your life or read in your life, but they couldn't tell you how the real world works. and they have very short memories and they just do whatever they think authority wants them to do. Those are the NPCs, maybe. I don't know, but it's like it's interesting. and you know, it's like I've been very blessed to meet some great people that are very huge in our culture right now. And to see how people see them versus how I know them is so interesting. And I wonder, like, what that has to do with energy and psyops and MPCs and all that stuff. It's just like there's people I know on a very personal level that the perception of them on the Internet is not the same person I know. And it's, like, kind of crazy how that happens and why that happens. And it's it's just interesting. So when you say you meet somebody, suddenly there's a spark, it's, I don't know, man. It's, like, it's so much deeper than we, all I know is that the world and the place we live in is so much deeper than they want us to know. They just want us to think that we live in a just a stupid, on a fucking dumb rock hurling through space and that we're just here for a short time and then it's over and i think it's the exact opposite of that
0: yeah well i you know what if there's if there's any place that you can figure it out it would be in one of your eight podcasts and you got so many great People that come on and talk with you, and you got so many things that you you dive into all throughout the week. I hope people go and check them out. Tell, tell I know that you're going to be in uh, in Baton Rouge soon. You got some. You, you're Baton on, Rouge. Let everybody know where you're going to be and where to find you, and what your your more your consistent release schedules are for your for your podcasts. So uh, on every Monday, I
3: release Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen. Every Tuesday, I release. Tim Fall Hat with Sam Tripley, And then every Thursday, even though today I'm gonna to get it out late because there were some issues with the upload, uh, I usually put out Tim Fall Hat. And then a Friday we put out another conspiracy social club. Every Monday I put in broken simulation. Everyone's like, This show's about nothing. Exactly. I just see if I could talk about my life for two hours and make it interesting. And it's been growing. Um And now I just got a new video. I do something on YouTube where I watch uh, street fight videos and talk about. So I just do shows I enjoy talking about. If you go to SamTripleE.com, you can find all of it. I'm very blessed. I'm on Rockfin. I'm one of the OGs of Rockfin. And I have multiple shows on there. Uh, Fall Hat. I do three shows on exclusive for uh, for, um, my premium content people. Uh, what is it? Is a Q and A. The next one I do is something called Conspiracy Rewind, where I uh go and find old like uh
0: oh, I saw films
3: that. or videos.
0: I saw that it's, a, it's an I, inter- interesting yeah. concept. I I saw that the uh, the Al Gore Ross Perot. Oh one. yeah, you yeah. Right,
3: dude, you want to get into occult magic? You watch Al Gore, you Revelation of the Method, where he tells you exactly what's going to happen, and it slipped in so subtly. And nobody says anything about it. And it's exactly what happened. And now he has plausible done. done, done, Hey, we told you that was going to happen. So it's super interesting. I did something on 60 Minutes interview where they discussed how basically uh, Richard Nixon, uh, I think it was Truman or Eisenhower, and a Rockefeller brought in all the Nazis into America. They were part of the uh, OPS that did that. So... That's what I'm doing. then I do um, an only conspiracy. So it's basically that. And then I do a zero is my spiritual podcast. I'm only going to do one of those episodes a week. But, you know, it's allowed me to have these conversations with you where I'm just not a crazy person in a fucking cave in the mountains because I think every day is Armageddon you
0: know yeah however you can vent fine i just can't believe you you can maintain that schedule and, and if you wanted to we're, we're talking now for just about an hour and we're about to cut out so if you wanted to take this and throw it into any of those any of those shows i, I consider this a, a a joint episode that we did so by all means do a little little uh swap cast i could do that i'm I, not against I, it I'm, at all man I, 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 could, you, I
3: could picture bigger time to put it out i'd like to do that well you just seem I, like a guy uh, that, i want
0: you, know, you got eight, eight, nine, a uh, dozen shows. You just seem like a guy who really could uh, use all the content you can, you can grab. You're more than welcome. Well, just... my
3: father was a worker. He worked a lot of jobs. He wasn't a perfect dad, but he gave me two things: sense of humor and a work ethic. So I, I took the old Seinfeld view. You know, Seinfeld tells a story about he'd walk, he'd be walking, he'd see that these construction workers were working every day, and he goes, "That's why I want to do—a comedy." So. You know, I I took that to to comedy and podcasting. I go mostly through Monday through Wednesday, Sunday through Wednesday. I'm doing multiple podcasts all day. You know, when people like you, and then tomorrow I'm doing the Human Vibration. Once in a while, I'll do an an extra show because you know I I like to talk to to my peers who are uh, in the same genre. And if I can bring some eyeballs to your show and help you grow, that would be great for me. But you know i'm just a worker amongst workers and i just i just figure i'm not the best reader in the world so i really retain through talking i'm much better at retaining information generally than i am about reading i, I i'm a, I, I can't focus that much but i'm doing it and that's great so i have a bunch of show just go to samtriplee.com I also want to give a shout out to my buddy's new podcast called Jason Galern chat box. They're only like five minutes long, but I've never laughed so hard in my life. So if you're looking for a fun, quick podcast, to listen to check it out, please check out my comedy uh, podcast, broken simulation. It, it's, it's, it's just me trying to live my life. Okay. And, uh, it's fun. We get into, we have, what we really do is have people call in with their, uh, urban legends we had a dude you gotta check out the shapeshifter video we just put out a guy just basically him and his wife went for a walk there were all these cars he came back there were no cars except for this one car and it was like this creepy story where you saw this guy's hand just slither over the and you could see slither over the steering wheel and it went from not being there to being there and it's so creepy bro so uh, i love it dude i just I, i'm a cra- if i if i wasn't talking to you right now i'd be just talking to myself so i might as well just put a camera and a <laughs> microphone in front of me and got- try to pay my bills you know
0: no doubt about hey listen i i love i love the company we gotta sam
3: john uh, t- uh tim Fall hat too
0: Oh, I've been, well, you know, it's been a while. I'd love to come back. You just let me know. And I'll be, you you're, you're, booking guy, Mark. I, I, I was just talking to him not too long ago. So, um, I'll, uh, I'll bring it. We'll, we'll get it done, but you're always a wonderful guy to talk to. And thank you for being a guest again tonight, man. Samtriplee.com. And I, I hope that your, your, your upcoming, uh, gigs are, are going to be sold out and everybody's going to love the time spent with you there too.
3: Uh, well, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure to talk.
0: Okay. All right. Good night. Bye, bud. There's Sam Tripoli. Well, I, I really enjoyed that. I always do. And I can't wait to take your calls now. So um, that's what we're going to. We're going to cast off into the intermission. We'll be right back. The lines will be open. We've got some super chats I want to read through. And especially if we got more gate people out there. You know, Lauren texted me not too long ago. And she said, Lindsay actually mentioned that when she was on, that she was in the gate program. I don't remember that just like most people who are in gate don't remember it but okay well I guess we'll follow up on that does it sound like she was kind of freaking out a little bit with Sam unless Sam was just exaggerating and Lindsay was just stating it as a matter of fact (laughs) but we'll be right back don't go anywhere and the lines will be open for you where the hell am I here it's intermission time folks time out press the like button thank you
2: We're
1: now entering... Quite frankly,
3: quite frankly, 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 we all support quite frankly
0: Right, So I am back for your super chats and your calls now Uh, We'll do calls in just a little bit Let us see First one up is from Maddie nice says Frank shout out to Sam and Frank two of the best in the game support independent media These guys deserve that Rachel Maddow money (laughs) That's blood money I, I would love to I would love to to produce more and to to thrive and yes but I don't want the the source of Rachel Maddow's money the figures probably probably put a little blush on your cheeks but I don't know what that is I'm sure she gets seven figures and needs a lot of money to keep those eyes blinking Palador Vero says Franciscans sounds a bit Jesuit I'm a frankly I don't know what it sounds can't call it Jesuit when it's not we don't know anything about it Matt has not told us what the order is all about But understood proceed with caution okay Shabs says ask Sam about having uh having Narco Longo on the show he blew his mind Shit I didn't see this Narco Longo on the show he blew his mind KT Sky D says, I swear I've been feeling the same way about being at the 355 degree from where I started, but for different reasons than why I was there before. There is, there is the way you think things change ought to be and the way that things actually are. Bizarro red pill. Yeah, it's it's the same thing for me too. Uh, it was articulated very nicely with the 355 degree turn that um that Sam spoke about because you do the the full three hundred sixty three you three three hundred sixty you're right back to where you started, but you can't ever be right back to where you started if your 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 perspective has completely changed unless see it's the same reason why I say. Like, for example, there are there times in the past years ago where Rand Paul would be voting no against a, some sort of a spending bill alongside of Democrats voting no. And I would explain it, say, well, it's, it's very simple. Uh, Rand Paul is voting no because he believes that we're spending too much. And the Democrats, in whatever situation it was one time or another, is voting no because they believe it doesn't go far enough. So, I guess that would be an example of... See, I don't know. You're standing in the same spot, but you have completely two different perspectives. I get what he's saying, though. You've you've almost gone a full revolution, and you can't ever really fully go back home to where you, you started. But what if... What if the journey was really all about feeling that truth inside of your gut? Feeling that truth inside of your gut... And because we are just human we are so flawed we, we don't know how to to really bring ourselves to believe one thing or another to articulate one thought or another to you know and we and we just go off searching and sometimes we find things that work and sometimes we find things that make our situation worse you know here's some media that was sent to me before the show it's about it's almost three minutes long but man it was a it was a really a really good exchange Between this man, these two men, it's a TikTok video. A man of wisdom. Take a listen to this. I think I'm a white man. You think? Yeah. No.
1: Do you believe? I believe I am a white man. Don't you know that? Believe is a doubt.
0: I was believe. So he just said, for those of you in podcast land who don't have the, the subtitles, this one man, I guess he's Jamaican or something or from... Uh, St. Thomas or anywhere. He's from the he's Caribbean and he just told this white man Do you do you believe that you're a white man? And he says and he said I believe yes I am a white man. He says do you do you know that a belief is a doubt and Then he starts lo- look how he ropes this into a wonderful conversation about faith and believing I think I'm a white man.
1: You think? Yeah, no, do you believe I believe I am a white man? Don't you know that belief is a doubt? How is belief a doubt? Eh? How is belief because a doubt? Because you cannot believe something and know it. If wait, you take wait, it my poor brain, wait. Hunger, hunger. I cannot believe it and know it. No. And you can only believe in what you don't know. I like that. You can only believe in
3: what you don't you know. You don't know. That's why you have to believe it. Yes.
1: Ah. Now, do you believe in your mother and father? No, I know my mother and father. Guys. So, but you might believe in Jesus. I might believe in Jesus. Because you not know Jesus? I don't, I've never met. Now you can only believe in what you don't know. True. So, so know that believe is a doubt. How do you know that you are a white man? If you know that you are white, explain to me how you know this.
3: Okay. Um, my mother is Portuguese and she's white. My father is Scottish with blonde and blue eyes. And you reckon they are white? I reckon they are. All right. White, right
1: listen. White. Listen to this conversation. Go on. Go on. If I get water. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite simple. Isn't it? Yeah. I get a black can, yeah, a white one, yeah, a blue one and a yellow one. And I fill them with water and seal them. Yeah, okay. When you look, would you see the water? Uh, you can't see the water at all. What would you see? Nothing, just the they white di- or the black. You would see the different colours. The different colours. And if different. you trust those eyes of yours, yeah. you're going to believe that they're different, aren't you? I will believe it Until you go and fucking taste them. Correct! And what are you going to discover? That it's all just water. All one. One in diversity, we call it. Yeah. Now you see all these human beings that you see, yeah. who believe that they're Japanese, Chinese, blacks and whites, yeah. they are the same. And if you go to any one of them, excuse me, sir, what color is your mind? You see, you hear what he said? He doesn't know what color mind no. is mine. No, go and ask a Japanese, he don't know either. No. Because we are spirits living in different color physical bodies. We are not our bodies. When you look with the eyes, you are not seeing me, you are seeing the body. Just like I tell you, when you look at the tins, of tins you won't see the water, will you? No. It's a. So, will you look at my body and say I'm a black man, that is a program. You was programmed from birth, yeah, to believe that you are blacks and whites. But you fuck all like that. You just have spirit in a body full of the same stinking shit. <laughs> Thank you, my friend.
0: Nah, now that now that is something that can take you three hundred and fifty five degrees in itself. And suddenly you're standing right where you started, maybe a little bit shifted, but uh, then the world is just a different, it's a different shade. It's like, whoa. I love that. That's terrific. Over there on Rumble, we got some Rumble Rants. Where is a Rumble Rants. Uh, SF Green Eyes says, when I'm writing, I stay up until the birds chirp. And being a San Francisco native, I write sci-fi novels about unpooping the streets. You know, I guess I should have thought better. SF Green Eyes, they have been in the chat room for I think a couple of years now, and I should have just thought maybe this person is from San Francisco. Um, but uh, there we have a little something from there. Okay, over on Pilled. And then we will open up the, the lines for the last twenty minutes. Sean Joe, thank you. Tempo 420, thank you so much. Paulie says a porta potty on every intersection. That that would be a, that'd be something. You still need somebody that's going to go service that porta potty. Boys Blanc, thank you. Rising Patriot 1776, thank you. Jesse again, Tangerine 26. With a wonderful donation. Thank you so much for your gold pills. The gold pills on quite TV. You know, I, I think more and more of you should go over there and watch the show there and hang out. Because then you don't have to go anywhere when the after hours programming kicks in afterwards. But also all those gold pills. They're so fun. They're so easy to convert. And they go directly toward the funding of all future Projects and ongoing projects at the network and behind the scenes here. So directly too. And it's an independent platform, so that that's that's wonderful in itself. Zozo Dude says I'm a diehard frankly. Methinks the Franciscan sect might be gay. Well you can never You can never discount that. It could be Uber gay. But We don't know anything about it yet. Matt is, a, is he's been very reclusive, very hermetic when it comes to um, when it comes to coming forward with any details. It's very everybody's str- it's strange it's like the, the pregnant pause before the entire culture of the show changes forever. because just the just the the the, the buildup and the tension, that alone has made people say, oh, I'm, I'm a Franciscan no matter what. There's something about this, this energy that just screams, I have to be there. And especially since Matt started it up, that's been enough. That's been enough. So there, we've already gone past that point of no return, but it's just a matter of how big the impact is going to be. Alan Wrench says, great guest, great insight. We have one over here from Toby says, Frank, do you have any original of your original songs that you listen to yourself? Um, I don't go searching for them. I like playing them on the show because it gives me an extended break. I I think, I think I have a lot of faith in the songs. I think that they're wonderful. There's so many more we have that we haven't made music videos to. So I know it seem, might seem like we only have four songs, but it's not. We just have four music videos or so. But I, I, what I will say is that I never skip Vapor. I never skip vapor when it pops up in shuffles. Never. That is a horse of a different color right there. And um but other than that, I I do go and listen to the song Deviant a bit. There is a video for that one, a lyric video for that one. But, you know, I always think twice about putting it on for this audience just because it's a it's a bit it's a tad dark. It's about it's about uh addiction. So it's a tad dark there. So I you, I I think we did a, an October premiere for it. I played it on this show last October or the October before. I forget when the hell it was. It was in the creepy the creepy time of year cuz it's got a creep but I love that because the drums. The drums and the bass, it's got a Hold on. Hold on. And then there's and, and then hold on now you guys got me sent to charge deviant let's see hold on a second Let's see I love the drums in this one Hold on like listen to this one and and I love these fleets in and then it's the, the middle part in this one too So that's, yeah, that's a little bit of it. Like I said, it's, I don't, um, I pick and choose times or things like that. I don't want to bring people to too dark places, but sometimes you need to go where the light don't shine. Sometimes you just need to go there. There are other songs that I, that I, I still, I still dig up from years ago because I want to listen to certain parts. Let me see. Set the charge right side of history. Okay. Okay. I love the middle part of this. Um, we, in, in, in years, this was like five years ago we, we released this, but in two years, by two years after we released this song, we had already changed up, Anthony had already changed up uh, the, the vocal lines so they weren't so in such a high register and all that stuff, but, uh, or high key I should say, and then we just chilled things out. But the middle part in this, I love, and I always say we gotta make it two times as long. Just let it space out. Listen to this. 2017, that was a good year. We did a lot of cool things. Everybody, we were, I mean, the show, we we had, it was the first year of the Trump presidency. Everybody was all up and having a good time. The UFOs were showing up by December. Oh, man. But, and the production value has gotten a lot better with all the future releases after this, too. But, yeah, thank you for asking. I like talking about music. We got to do more of it. And... That gave me a reason to, to jump into some things I usually don't I don't listen to. All right, let's take one or two calls. First one up is Denise. What's going on, Denise?
5: Hey, Frank. How you doing? I'm doing so well. Um, hey, I I think you you have me recorded and uh and you're saving in your uh, account here. So, I, again, I'm nervous and I didn't expect to be nervous. And last time we talked, uh, I was. I called in on the dream episode, and I was so bloody nervous. I kind of blathered on, and you had to reel me back.
0: <laughs> oh. I
5: wanted to say, I love your show so much. I didn't get to say that last time, and I, it's just such a blessing to be listening to you every night and be in this community with you.
0: Well, this is well, this is great. I, I always love hearing that, and I'm glad you called back. Uh, I'm glad you called back. I, I'm of, of course, that was on the old system, so whatever I saved you at over there, is no longer now. This is just the built-in, uh, the built-in uh, what's the caller ID from Zoom? I, I had Jerry from Scotland the other night said I tried calling in, but you know Frank, Frank doesn't pick up my calls anymore. I said no, Jerry, I don't know who anybody is anymore. I had eight, eight years of contacts or just, and I should be able to upload all of my contacts into Zoom, but it's not taking for some reason. And Zoom has, they had just worthless uh customer service thus far so i'm trying to figure it out anyway denise at least i know your first name
5: hey no i love it i'm actually um i was in i was red sonia back in the day on d live and now i'm daily news because my last name is daily and rumble on rumble now and it's just great communities but um really i called in just for a couple things um but I won't be as as gregarious as last time. I think I'm a little more calm.
0: Well, then give it to um, us. Then. I was
5: in the I was in the gate program, and if you recall, I was talking about my dreams, and I was so I was so nervous. I was saying, um, one one of my dreams, I went outside. There was black boxes, but I meant to say black cubes. But that's really irrelevant now. But definitely, uh, the gate was the gate was interesting. And when my mom found out that I was in it. Um, questions were asked for sure, but, uh, did continue with me through junior high and high school and my brother was a Navy SEAL active for 30 years. My dad was a Navy Lieutenant Commander. Um, there's lots of interesting stuff there. I want to, I want to also just quickly say, um, I get so nervous just thinking King is going to hate me. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> like he's he's try- this lathering woman. <laughs> We all want King to like us. Okay, that, that's hilarious. That's
0: hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> the, the, scary,
5: but the more you hilarious. go,
0: the more you go, you're digging a, a grave with him. So, hell, I'm, hell, I, hell I, yes. yeah, yeah, I would yes. just, I would just, oh, I would just fo- well, focus I was, on your story because don't think you're gonna please him
5: no right I, I just want to be respectful and um i at the same time want to be able to tell the story rather than blather on which
0: well you know you we, we know, don't have
5: intended to happen
0: the, we don't have too much time so aside from your, no. uh, your 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 experience inside of it and of course you have this this family that is you know one foot in the military one foot out so give give us your 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 nutshell conclusions of what what it was all about because some people think they don't have any suspicions about it there was never any red flags nothing it was a little bit more of an extracurricular academic challenge for them so just put it in in a nutshell because I'd like to take a couple more calls before we end
5: yeah absolutely let's wrap it up I mean basically I think that you know they were just checking they were they were testing out the quote-unquote gifted kids Um, I I don't remember a lot of it Uh, I do feel that there was some nefarious Things I, I, it's it's like many of your gate uh, people who have chimed in. I honestly don't know. It's just hella weird, and I do want to say just to wrap it up that my in the dream episode when I talked about all my dreams, I didn't get a chance to say no matter what, even though I was on the brink, I always felt okay, and that was very connected to divinity. So that's important. And the last thing before I go, I met. Um, there was a good thing that happened on January 6th. I met my Frank. I met my Frank on January 6th at a tavern because Trump had lost, and I thought, damn it, I just got to go get a beverage. And there I met Frank. We've been together ever since. He has a brother Tony. He's from Buffalo, New York. I always just think, man, I wish I could tell the Frankleys about the good thing that happened.
0: Wow. So okay, okay, okay. Real okay, real quick. In your in your in your dreams, did you did you ever go to other places? Yes. And, and and can you confirm yeah. can you confirm that you were actually playing observer and it wasn't just your your you know your your dreams your your only internally generated images do can you confirm you actually traveled to other places can't confirm it okay i
5: can't it's just my dreams you know i just had every type of dream night terrors everything when i was young it's just it's too you know it's gonna be too long of a story but you know i i've listened to the episodes with the doctor who talks about um you know out-of-body experiences and all that i don't recall his name right now but i mean you know it's just i i know i'm not giving a lot of information about gate or that it's fine.
3: just.
5: yeah it's it, you know again the nervousness kicks in but um it's relating to all the stories here and there's a lot of um connected connectedness between all of us in those programs and the out-of-body dreaming and um all those experiences in dreamland i think that's part of the reason that they're data keeping on us and uh, i agree with uh, sammy there that um, data driven and there's just a you know I, I don't know i'm at a loss for words
0: again, no no, right? no no no. you really did well you know on. no 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 you did you did well you, it's it i think that you really hit on it Um, uh, especially with all the things that goes on in dreamland with you it's uh, they probably picked up on something and they probably know Um, that that is really awesome though story about the January 6th that while everything else uh, you know other plans were being laid for the us in the future you went to go have yourself a uh, you know libations just something to lighten the mood after you realized that all was lost for for Donald Trump in the 2020 election and you found you found your man, and that's, that's awesome. So you commiserated, and now you're, you've been together ever since. And one last thing before we go, I saw King Forty has popped up in the chat room, and he actually says, I don't hate her. She's doing fine.
5: <laughs> right on, King. All right. So there you
0: Okay, you have yourself a good night, Denise.
5: You as well. Thank you so much. All right, Take b- care now,
0: bu- Bye-bye. Thank you. Right. Take- so, th- th- see, th- third round. Now when she calls in, she's going to be even more calm. That's how you. That's how you bring somebody safely to shore, and that was great. It's a great call. See, don't go so hard on yourself, Denise. And uh, and there you go. King threw everybody a curveball tonight. All right. Let's see. What do we have? What do we have, Jessica? What's going on, Jessica?
4: Oh wow. Hey Frank.
0: Hi. How are you?
4: I'm all right. I'm just watching your show and. Calling to say I wasn't in the gate program, but I think I was tested when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> so you were one of the I people. Ju- you were one of the people who were just not accepted.
4: Well, I don't know. So I used to watch Fringe. I don't know if you ever watched that show. No, no. It was a very weird sci-fi show, and uh, it was just very bizarre. And it was like you never knew this woman. I can't explain it. Anyways. Uh, but I did drown when I was three, and then crazy dreams, just like this caller before. Very religious family. It's just bizarre. I, and I didn't remember anything about being tested until I listened to your show.
0: See, see, okay. So uh, that's the main the main thing there too. A lot of people other remember another. A lot of other people remembered the test, and then beyond that, there was more that remembered that there was they were accepted into. They're like, oh, that's what that was all about It afterwards. So, so a lot of, it seems like a lot of people were tested. Not everybody gets in, whatever. But when you say you drowned, what were, when you are three years old, what did you do? You fall, fell into a pool when nobody was around? What happened?
4: Uh, it was like a swimming pool, a neighborhood swimming pool with uh, lifeguards and everything. And I had lots of siblings. And I don't know what happened, but I went down to touch the bottom and had to be revived.
0: Gee, oh, so you lost consciousness. Yeah. Wow. And then
4: three years old. You're not supposed to remember stuff. I remember my mom making a joke, getting into the ambulance because I had to go to the hospital because they had to test my blood and stuff. And she said, "Do you want to be buckled up on the gurney?" And I was like, "No. Why would I want that?" <laughs> like, no, I want to be in your arms, mom.
0: Wow. So okay, yeah. that is there. Yeah. Well, three. That that's pretty traumatic. Do you don't remember anything? Obviously. Uh, this is a lot to ask of a three-year-old, anyway. But you don't remember anything <laughs> from the point where you were unconscious, do you?
4: No, but I've always had bizarre dreams, and they've definitely affect my life more than reality sometimes.
0: Wow. Well, I thank you for the call, uh, Jessica. This was this was interesting. Uh, again, thank you.
4: All right. Thanks. Bye. All
0: right. There, see, you just never know what's coming through on the other end. And yeah, people are commenting king must be in a good mood tonight. King is King is in more good moods than you'd think. Okay? He just doesn't want you guys to think that he's in a good mood for some reason. I always tell I always tell him over the years, can you just show show people the king I know, please? Stop making this so hard for me. And uh I don't know, he just doesn't... Uh, he, he, he just wants you guys to think he's miserable for some reason. <laughs> All right, whatever. What else do we have over here? Varen. Ver- Varen, you there? Varen? Hi, who's
2: this?
0: Hello, Varen?
2: This is Veronica. Who? This is Veronica.
0: Jonathan? Veronica. Ver- okay, Veronica. Veronica, if you're on a speakerphone right now, um, please turn it off. Hi.
2: Okay.
0: So it kind of sounds kind of sounds good. like you're inside of a trash can right now. Oh
2: no. That's, oh, okay. I think, I think it's my phone. There's <laughs> the cla-
0: There's the clarity. Welcome to the show, Veronica.
2: Hey. So I'm the one who wrote to you. After I wrote to you, I can't get into my email, which is so funny. But I'm the one who was taken to the island. And the guy tried to kill me first. Um, it was really weird. Oh. Um, he okay. was very upset. See, I, I have no idea how I got to the island. I never knew how I got to places. Um, so it was really weird. Um, but when I woke up, I was walking up this dock, and they left me with this man on a golf course, and we were up on top of the cliff. And the guy was so angry that I wasn't the person he wanted. And that's when he tried to kill me by tearing off with this golf course golf cart and i almost fell off the cliff
0: so wait a second so so when you say that you were you you were they attempted to kill you twice in one night
2: kind of yeah yeah It, it was pretty bizarre um so then i blacked out again and that's when they took me to the um satanic ritual um and this was in a military base and i was just wondering if any of the other gates or mgm people had gone through in the SRA I mean I was never sexually abused that I know of but I was just wondering if anybody else was taken to a military base and went through any of the rituals
0: I have not gotten uh, uh, this is the most extreme this is the the most extreme account I've ever I've ever had uh, Veronica uh, so uh, I definitely nothing like that we've had before you there was a testimony of uh missing time at a sleepaway camp where they fell asleep That's on one floor they woke up at another floor um okay. and then, and then there there's a couple of other things just about surroundings and about odd habits uh, of of transportation and and whatever so when it, when it comes to this no i i had not
2: okay
0: but but you know what now that now that you put it out there now that you put it Maybe out there
2: mm-hmm.
0: who who knows what yeah. comes in who knows what comes in but I, I, I appreciate yes. you calling in to reiterate or, or to expand a little bit more.
2: Okay. And also, if anybody was part of the Moon Project, and I have really not much clue as to what that was. I just know that I was involved in it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of because I was in trouble because I wouldn't get along. I wouldn't do what they wanted me to do, and I just wanted out well
0: so, uh, you should be yeah. just consider yourself uh consider yourself lucky that you 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 made it out of, out of the the especially the murder attempts i mean then usually when they want to they want to finish somebody off it's it's done pretty cleanly and pretty effortlessly so i'm glad that we yeah. have lived to hear you call in tonight and thank you for the call
2: okay thanks
0: all right yes um we'll see what comes through after that one Definitely don't have time to expand on it right now, and we know that she's in the, the audience, so maybe we'll be able to get more details one day, but uh, what do you think? What do you all think at home? I, um, we've got plenty to talk about tomorrow, though. I have a bunch of call-in topics, and now that we're knocking on the door of June, we are going to talk about the, I have uh, the tales from the, the county fair thread that we did, There's also the best and worst concerts you ever been to and biggest concert regrets. People, artists, bands that you could have seen, you didn't see, and you can never see now because they've either broken up or members have died or whatever. We're getting into the summertime, summertime nostalgia vibes now. So I hope that you go on to the Quite Frankly Forum, which please, there's some great people over there chatting, discussing things, threading on certain topics. Go to quitefrankly.tv and uh, and enjoy yourself on the forum, the on-demand section, everything else, on top of what we have for the after-hours programming. I really appreciate it and uh, we wanna get more and more of you on the forum because that is another big way that we produce original topics for shows. So with that, you can set